Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, live at the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. And this is the 15-year anniversary of one of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history. Also, one of the great games in Super Bowl history where the Steelers took down the Arizona Cardinals. And the author of that 99-yard, 100-yard pick six returned right before halftime is James Harrison, two-time Super Bowl champion. But before we get to all that, like, there have been stories, and the Brock Purdy story is a pretty good one, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't actually think it compares to yours, right? You were a, a walk-on in college at Kent State, yep. and then a guy who was overlooked in the NFL draft because of your height mm-hmm. to become a Super Bowl champion and a dominant defensive player. Um, how, how were you able to sustain your belief, your confidence during your journey? Uh, confidence has never been a, a problem for me, to be 100% honest with you. Um, my, my parents raised me to be a confident person. And, you know, whatever it is that you put your mind to, as long as you put it in the work, you'll be able to do it. So that, um, you know, that was never really a, a, a thing that 
was a challenge for me, to be honest with you. And the more I was told no, the more it actually drove me, you know. And when it come down to it, I just want to correct you. It's not one of the greatest plays. It is the greatest play <laughs> uh, in Super Bowl history, So, so it, it's fascinating, though, because I watched your football life at Troy Palomalu's house. So I, I coached Troy Palomalu's son pie in basketball the past couple years okay and yeah. then he had a flag football team to get because he didn't let pie play football until this year right so we used to go to his house after like uh, practice and he's like he had all the boys watch your football life and he's like this is yeah he sent me he sent me when uh when they were watching it yeah, yeah. we're all sitting there watching it and he's like i want you to watch this because i play with a lot of dudes but i've never played with a dude who's tougher more competitive and got more out of himself than 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 you um but I, I'm interested. Obviously, it's an all-time great play. It's on any list. It could number one overall. But the rest of your career is equally as or maybe more impressive because there were pitfalls and yet you fought back, you know, because teams tried to get rid of you and then you, you fought back. How do you want to be remembered? Like, how do you want people to say, when they say about your career, what do you want them to say? Um, when they say about my career, I want them to say that, you know, James Harrison played the game the way it was supposed to be played. Um, and... You know, he put in the work, he put in the time, and that was one of the things that stopped me early on in my career is that I didn't, I didn't put in the time. I had to sit down and be a true professional and learn the game, because in college it just came to me. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was easy. High school it came to you, it was easy. But when you get into pros and you get into Dick Bowles defense, that fire zone defense, you could go from blitzing with no responsibility to motioning someone motion, and now you're man to man on number two. So I had to sit down and actually learn what it was that, that I needed to do. And then from that, I was learning what the people next to me and behind me were doing so that I could better, you know, play my position and help them and make the defense better. So, yeah, I'm like the it's naysayers. Like it, it actually, it, it motiv if it doesn't motivate you, man, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think now, even like with my kids, they're 14 to 16 right now. And they're now just starting to realize, like, I got to work for this. I got I to gotta get in the weight room. I got to eat right. I got to take my supplements. I got to take my vitamins. Um, it's not going to just come to you. Just because you're James Harris' son doesn't mean that you're just going to get the abilities that I had because my abilities weren't given to me. I went out and earned them. You know, like you said, undrafted. The only ever defensive player of the year to be undrafted. There will never be another because of even just the way they do things now. You don't even have the time to show that if you're a guy that's undrafted, if you're going to get the opportunity in, what is it, three preseason games to actually show what it is that you can do. So just the work ethic. James Harrison joining us here on Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. The play, and it's interesting because I was on a plane a couple of days ago and I happened to see, and it was, I think it was considered the greatest Super Bowl play of all time. And they showed it repeatedly. And, okay, so were you supposed to drop back? What were you supposed to do on the play? Okay, so um, on that play, I'm supposed to blitz. It's a, it's a max blitz. It's an all-out blitz. And um, Coach LeBeau, he gave, us, uh, he gave us opportunities to tweak the defense, so to speak. Sure. And you know how you see Troy, you know, jump over the line, make a tackle, and he's got deep third. You know, because he, he saw something. So he always said, you know, I'm not in the game with you. I'm, I, I got a different view from the sideline. So, you know, if you see something and you think it's going to work out, go ahead and you, you'd have that opportunity. So for me, 
we were just getting there like a step too late, you know, the whole game. He was reading it. And I'm like, you know, 17 seconds left. They got to go for the end zone. I'm going to step at the tackle, get him to step towards me, which allows Lawrence Timmons to come on the inside free. So he's the free blitzer. He can't hold the ball. He has to get rid of it. And I'm going to play for the quick slant in. I dropped. I looked at Kurt like I'm looking at you. I'm thinking he's looking at me, but he's not. And I, uh, I think that was when the Pro Bowl was after the Super Bowl. So I seen him at the Pro Bowl, and he was like, you were supposed to blitz. I'm like, yeah. He was like, I didn't see you until I released the ball, and then it was too late. So when he threw it, that's why I kind of catch it curled up like this because it was a surprise. I'm like, I can't believe he threw it. I'm like, his arm is going up like he's throwing it. And then from there, it was just, you know, all all 10 guys, all 11 guys, you know, and just get me to the other end of the end zone. Like all week in practice, here's the crazy thing is Coach LeBeau gave us stats on like, what happens if you score a defensive touchdown in the, in the Super Bowl? Chances of winning was like 86-something percent. So anytime we got a return or interception in practice, we'd run the full length of the field. And you know how much longer that makes practice for yes. everybody else. Yes. We did not care. Like, And it it worked itself out in the game. What's the feeling like when, you, when you're in the end zone? Dead dog tired. <laughs> like, it, it was bad. And I fell, like, on my neck. So my neck cracked a little bit. And as I went to sit up to get up it cracked again i'm like uh-uh. and i couldn't breathe so you know i was almost tired i would ask between your two super bowls which you like the best but that's got to be the one yes yes yeah it's not even it's not even close um james harrison join us here on the doug gottlieb show on fox sports radio you know uh, the steelers this year just really struggled on offense mm-hmm. the defense felt like it was close the offense was not uh, but so many things have changed. You know, obviously Dick LeBeau went retired. That whole your whole group has gone, and Mike Tomlin has remained the same. What are your thoughts on Tomlin and how likely he is to turn that thing back to where you guys had it? I believe I believe he can he can turn it back. I think he has to go back to how he was when he first came in with us. He was a little harder when he first came in with us. I think he was a little too hard. You know, I think that year we ended up playing uh, Jacksonville in the playoffs, and we just had nothing left in the tank. Um, Can you still do that today, though? Because, you know, the limits on practice time. It's the limits on practice time, and yeah, that's some of the things that handicap you because you can't be in pads all the time. You know, um, same thing with, you know, guys training in the offseason. You know, you could go into a whole different list of things of, you know, guys just getting injured like early in the season, soft tissue injuries and all that other stuff. You know, that's just lack of training in the offseason. Like you don't get to get into that, you know, that practice setting and in and that preseason game and get real, you know, where you're getting three quarters of play and you're getting, you know, 10, 12 snaps now and then you're out and then week one comes and you're like, hey, Tell your body, give me a full 100 miles an hour on 65 plays, and you wonder why guys are tearing and snapping. You you can't do it. So you have to train to prepare for it. And I think a lot of guys aren't really doing the true uh, training to prepare them to actually be on the field doing what it is that they got to do, playing and play out. You got to train 100 miles an hour. I used to train to where I was like, when I, when the game came, it was easy. Yeah, my training well, we've was the all, hardest we, thing. We, we've all seen your training. It's you know, it's 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 insane. <laughs> like we we sit there go like it's it's insane. But you're right. Like we've talked about this a lot. The more you try to cut down the practice time, and it uh, again in in the, the layman's like, oh well, you'll be fresher and and not beat up for the game. But you need that. You know, almost build up kind to, of a resistance to it. Yes, to yes. harden your body. Because you it's, fo- it's to harden your it's body. Fo- football players have to play football. Yes, you, yes. the only way to get in shape to play football is 
to play football. football. Right. Yeah, you, can, you can do all the sprinting and running that you want to do in the offseason, which is going to allow you to be able to go out there and be able to sprint and run. But once you start adding that he's going to have to try and run through somebody or take contact from somebody, then it's different forces put on your body. All right. I, I, I need just one minute. Indulge me on training. Mm-hmm. Okay. You listen to music when you train? Yes. What kind? It depends what I'm doing. I start off with old school, like uh, 70s, like uh, R&B, Al Green, all that stuff like that. And then when it's time to actually get the workout in, yeah. the hard stuff, then I, I gotta go to I gotta go to rap. Like hard hardcore rap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you do you do AirPods or you do like a speaker system surround system. It depends where I'm at. If I'm in a gym, it's just regular uh, uh, hook on like beats or something. And if it's back home at my well if it's in arizona at the gym that i normally train at it's a whole system um okay and then like in terms of eating before and during what, so what's your what's your, what's your i process? don't eat before i take uh i take amino uh i take amino metrics that's my supplement from uh, optimum efx so i take that i drink that as i work out and then i really don't eat until between 11 and 1, like I haven't ate yet today. So, so what, I'll what, train What, what time do you train? Morning. Early morning? Yeah, I, I I'll train you, at 5 or 6 to, o'clock. I thought you're supposed to, everybody says you're supposed to feed your muscles right after you work out. Like, you got to give them protein. You don't do that? I don't do that. I don't do that. It's not working for I you. Think, I think I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I do drink, like I said, I do so drink you do, protein you do like the protein So you do like the fasting thing? Yes, I fast. I, fa- I try and fast anywhere from 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. And then, and then you just pile it in the protein shakes and everything during yeah. that, during that window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems to be working for you. Yeah. yeah, it's doing all right. Man, I appreciate you joining me. Yes, fifteen years seems like last week. It was an incredible play. Thanks yes, for being our thank guest. You. Appreciate it. That's the great James Harrison joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity to get to the top. We've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, if you followed college football, or if you didn't, you should know the name Michael Penix. Of course, star quarterback at Washington, getting ready for the National Football League. And to those of us who love college football, we remember Indiana, Penn State, right at the goal line, like this this close. Right. What, what has this journey been like to go from, like, that moment, knee injuries, to playing for a national championship and being regarded as one of the great players to play the sport? Uh, it's been amazing. You know, um, obviously there's a, there's a lot of ups and downs. You know, I, I've been I've been through a lot, you know, throughout my whole career, you know, but um, I'm super blessed for it all. Super blessed to to be able to finish my career how I did, you know, um, two, two winning seasons and um, man, it, it was crazy, you know, but I'm super blessed to be here. You know, you, and, and, and again, people watched you, you changed, you got better. You became a pure thrower after being a, a run pass threat. Um, was that out of necessity because of the knee, or was that something kind of the personal ev- evolution that you wanted out of your position? I mean, I, to be honest, you know, I, the most I ever ran was in high school. You know, once I got to college, you know, I, I felt like I was throwing the ball a lot more, you know, because I was always trying to get the ball into my playmaker's hands. You know, I wanted to see the guys around me be great, and uh, that's, that's what it was always about, you know. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I've I just been working at it, working a lot at it, you know, just trying to find ways to, to help my team win football games. And, and if I do have to use my my legs and I can. What happened in the middle, kind of the middle to the end of the season? Like, obviously, the Oregon game and the Pac-12 championship game, you were amazing. And then in the playoff, you were 
amazing. But you had that two or three game stretch where things were up and down. What was going on? Yeah, I just felt like we weren't clicking. You know, um, it was just a lot of execution wise things that uh, we weren't doing doing right. You know, doing that things that we were doing at the beginning of the season and how we finished it off. You know, but um, we were always uh, able to find a way to win, and that's what it was always about. You know, coach he always spoke about you know just finding a way to win. You know, no matter what uh, we're going through, no matter uh, what, what it's looking like. You know, so um, we were able to do that, but uh, it, it wasn't pretty. You're right. No, it wasn't. But it's interesting because even going into the Pac-12 championship game, like you guys were more than a touchdown underdog. Like people had just completely jumped off the ship. Right. But, but I, I I still can't. You didn't lose a game. Right. Couldn't figure out why. How'd you get it back? Because you guys did get back to that execution. You guys did get back to dominating offensively. What 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 did you do differently to get it back? Um, I, I feel like you just continue to believe. You know, within our team. You know, I feel like we we just never we never had doubt in one another, and we always believed in each other. You know, throughout the whole process, and uh, no matter how how it was going at the moment, we knew that we'll be able to find a way to win, and uh, we'll, we'll come back to a, to a, playing how we want to play, and that's what we were able to do. And um, man, it was, it was it was an amazing experience, you know, to be able to go uh, 12 and 0 in a regular season, you know, winning our Pac-12 championship, and um, you know, making it to the playoffs, you know. But uh, we knew we knew it wasn't going to be easy, you know. It wasn't easy to win in our league, you know. We had eight teams at at one time, you know, ranked in the top 25, you know, in the Pac-12. So it was like we weren't just playing just anybody, you know. Um, we, we were playing some good teams as no, well. So. No, no question about it. Michael Penix Jr. joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, you're here on behalf of Sharpie. When you were a kid, did your when you first started like practicing your autograph? Right. Like, do you remember? Do you remember how old you were when you first started practicing your autograph? Uh, I had to have been around like 12, 13. Okay, 12. Uh, what uh, what school would you have been in when you're 13? Middle school. In middle school. About to go to high school. What school? I was at Pasco Middle. Actually, I was at yeah, Pasco Middle School. Pasco Middle School, which is where? That's in Dade City, Florida, where I grew up. Okay, so you're in Florida. You're sitting there. It's like third period. You start scribbling around your autograph. Right. Is it the same autograph now as it was then? It's not. <laughs> okay, so what? Like, it was much again, longer. It's much. It was much longer. It was like just cursive. <laughs> that, so now, like, can you read it, or do you just sign it really quick? Like, do you have it down? Really, we can just do it really quick. Right now, I have it down where I can do it really quick. I, I've been signing a lot. Do you put on a junior on there? Do you put your number on there? What, like, what, what's your, what, what, like, what's the? Uh, this is how you know it's me. Yeah, I mean, I usually put my number on there, number nine. Yeah, but um, it, it, my signature is pretty consistent. <laughs> so, so now, so uh, uh, you're joining us with with Sharpie. So do you get like an unlimited supply of Sharpies? Like everywhere you go, you got a pen with you? I'm always have a pen. Yep, I'm always, <laughs> always have a pen with me. Okay. Uh, at some point, you're going to use that Sharpie to sign the National Football League. Um, what are you hearing? Like what's 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 likely in terms of uh, of, of, of where you're drafted? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, um, for me, you know, I'm just tr- uh, trusting myself, you know, just uh, trusting in the process, you know, just make sure I'm doing whatever I can to put myself in the best position, you know, possible for whenever draft day comes, you know. But a lot of the things that um, – are out of my control. You know, only thing I could control is uh, my effort and the work that I put in each and every day to, you know, um, allow me to get to where I want to be. But I know that anywhere I go, as long as I got the opportunity, I'll be able to uh, make something happen. Okay. Um, you got Purdy and you got Mahomes. Obviously, everybody wants to be Mahomes, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, how's your no-look pass game? Is that pretty good? Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I just, good. I, I think you got to kind of win a Super Bowl before you start ripping out no-look passes, though, right? In, in the NFL? Yeah, in the NFL, yeah. You got to you gotta do something special. Who do you like Sunday? Uh, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. But for me, it, it doesn't matter who wins. You know, I, I'm, I'm excited for a great football game. Are you going? Uh, no, I'm not. You're going from home? Yes. Okay. And now, have 
have you watched the national championship game yet? Have you gone back and watched it at all? No, I haven't. Probably never, probably never watched it. Like, I don't need to see that. I, I lived it. Uh, are you like an avid Super Bowl watcher? Or are you going to go out and just do your thing because every, everybody else is watching? No, nah, I'm, I'm just going to watch it on the couch. Uh, watching on the couch. All right, man. Well, listen, the next, week, next time we see you, it'll be when you're introduced as a draft pick in the National Football League. And, of course, join us here on behalf of, uh, of Sharpie, part of the Sharpie Rookie of the Year program. Hopefully next year's Rookie of the Year, Michael right. Penix. Michael, thanks so much for joining yes, us. Sir. Thank you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. And of course, he's won a Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. And uh, he's joining us on behalf of Body Confident Sport. He's the one and only Steve Young, and he joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How are you? Thanks, Doug. Great. Huh? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm, That's I'm, great. I'm really, really good. Um, it's it's crazy. Uh, a lot of different elements to what you brought to football are in this game, right? In quarter, mobile quarterbacks, uh, quarterbacks that, that can play in and out of the pocket, improvise, move, obviously toughness. And I'm I'm intrigued in your thoughts on both these guys since professionally and personally you've done this since since you retired. Right. Um, help me out with Brock Purdy because I think there's a portion of people that are like, well, I love the story. Right. And that that overwhelms them in terms of how they look at the player. And then there are people who I would put myself in this camp. Was like, I love the story. I love the kid. But there have been times in the playoffs where he hasn't played as well right. as he had been playing in the regular season quarterback to quarterback what do you see when you watch Brock so it's really important that you listen to Brock after the game uh, last week against the Lions when he said look I'm not the fastest I'm not the strongest and I'm not the biggest and so you have to just take that in and say today's prototype of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes Lamar Jackson you know Justin Herbert like these are big strong stiff arm defensive linemen run out of the pocket throw it 80 yards down the field that's the prototype I'm very familiar with that prototype, but that is not Brock, and Brock is okay with that. Very clearly, I am, my superpower is give me a play. Luckily, it's from Kyle, an innovative play. I have wonderful people around me, and I, what my superpower is, I'm Indiana Jones. In two seconds or less, I can decipher everything that's happened because I'm so ahead of the data. I have this feel for 11 on 11, and I can find the spot, and it's coming out. And it's coming out early, and it's coming out in front, and I'm gonna, the yak is going to be amazing. And that is so much of quarterbacking. He is the most, you know, like, how are you going to say this? But this season, you could make an argument he's the most efficient quarterback in the league. And so you just have to take both of those in. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. Okay. Not the prototype. Okay. I was an oddity back, you know, 20 years ago. And so he's okay with being an oddity. But what he's not odd at is the very fundamentals of what makes you a great quarterback. And so in that way, I say he has the force, like the Star Wars force. Sure. Like you, you can't explain it, but you see it and what you the, know what it. What are those fundamentals? It's the, it's the ability to, first of all, do the work behind the scenes, the data ownership reflexive recall you see him when he's you there was a, a play a couple of play in the first playoff game when he had to hold the um, the motion because it was running out of time don't worry about it i got that handled and then he made the play and then he had to scramble out and find like he has a sense of spatial relationship with 22 people and his body doesn't the adrenaline goes up for most human beings and uh, their mind goes shorter the smaller the aperture cut closes he doesn't he's flat like total, flatliner flat yeah. and so that's DNA that's that's a, 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 a preparation and then it's it's just reflexive recall so for him he's 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 as efficient as anyone who's played because of those things that are the superpowers. The problem that the, everyone else in the league has said, all the detractors, well, he can't do X, Y, and Z. Well, he's telling you, I'm good with that. I can't do that. If that's the, if that's the measure, 
then don't, I'm not that guy. So stop. But everything else, I got you. And so what I've, I've always said is let Brock cook because he might take, because he can't stiff arm defense lineman, well, and throw 60 yards down the field or whatever else. He can, he might have to do it in two more two throws instead of one throw. So it's, his job is a little bit more difficult than Patrick's, but let him do let, let him figure that out. And in his efficiency, he gets it done. Okay. What? What? Why have they been struggling in the playoffs? Something, something happened at the Ravens game. The the 49ers of Thanksgiving. I I was like, who who's going to beat these guys? This is the best collection of talent Correct. in Freedom's history. Like I, it'd be you'd have to go back 20, 30 years ago when you see this much. Supreme talent in one place, both sides of the field. John Lynch has done that amazingly. Deployed the way that Kyle deploys them and and Brock doing his things, like no one's going to beat him. Then two weeks later, they get mauled by the Ravens. I mean, they literally got mauled. And something changed. And so that defense that we saw against the Lions last week, it feels like you want to say whatever they were, the wide nine or whatever they're doing, people have got a book on it now. Yeah. That's what you want to, you want to say some, they've got it figured out. But then you think to yourself, wait a second, all that talent, you can't figure out talent. That, that's got to show up. And so I told the team earlier, you you got to flip the script. You cannot play championship football down 24-7 at halftime. Now you showed grit, you showed amazing, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, just the margin of error is so yeah, and now, and, and now you have a quarterback that will take you down. Yeah. Jordan Love was young; he he couldn't wrap it up. But, but you, you can't play this way. So the first quarter, get a feel. Does it feel like the playoff games the last couple of weeks? That's trouble. If it feels like you know back in Halloween, back in Thanksgiving, then they're all, they're running the football very effectively, going right down the field. Defense is putting you know Patrick in some tough spots early. Then you're like, okay. This is the team that I saw at Thanksgiving that is going to go run over everybody. Uh, I do want to ask you about Patrick. Um, you've played with, against this unbelievable list of Hall of Fame quarterbacks in your era, right? Uh, behind Montana, then you in your own right, and Elway, and you saw them all. Marino, Aikman, Favre. I mean, just all <laughs> Roethlisberger, whatever. Is he, if you had to say he's closest to, is it Elway? Is it you? Well, he, he he combines a lot of different pieces to people. Uh, I I think that what you first have to know from Patrick when you when you when he first saw him play, there's a presence, and uh, and 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 like we just talked about flatliner. Yeah, he is flat flat flat. Yeah. Like he is playing backyard football in his mind. Like I'm, I, it's as if he's in his backyard. Like, hey, is it, he's as calm and peaceful and in, and present as if he was in his backyard tossing the ball. Now, that's that's impossible. Now, you put on top of that the talent, the arm talent, the throw it all over the place, all the different arm angles, and then the intellect for the game. So it's like he is this, he's Superman, and the best part of his game is that he has now taken the cape off and realized that Clark Kent is as much a part of playing great quarterback than putting on the Superman cape. And so he's now, in my mind, especially after, I called the Taylor Swift era, the first half of the season, they were overwhelmed with just the, the madness. It was no one's fault, it's just madness. I feel like that whole thing has now empowered them. They've gotten over the top of it, now they've got, and so he and his, he's, he's on top of all of it, and I don't think there's there's nothing that can throw him off his game. He's not gonna he's gonna be Clark Kent early in the first quarter. He's not gonna try to put the cape on too early. He's matured. 
I mean, he's he's the best player in the league, and he's getting better. Let me circle back to Kyle. You you mentioned you know, how they put them all in the right s- spots. Is he is he the new uh, Walsh? Because yes, uh, yeah. Because and and, and I know you, you, our minds are probably working the same way. People remember the West Coast offense transformed Formed. football. People couldn't 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 defend it. No, couldn't stop it, and it became. They had any, anybody who knew the West Coast. It spread throughout football, right? That's what the 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 that would change the Packers, yes. right? And you kind of go through. Change the Eagles. And, change, follow Andy Reid. Follow Mike Holmgren. Follow everyone else that's following. So now we have Kyle Shanahan. Is it doing the same thing? Yeah. So he, I've I've said this recently. If Bill was alive, Bill Walsh was alive today, he would feel two things. First, a huge pride for what has been built from the West Coast that now you see Andy doing. You see the Rams do. You see what the 49ers do. You see what the Vikings are doing, what the Dolphins are doing around the league. These innovative minds that have taken the league further. He would be very happy about that. He would also be super pissed about it because he's like, why didn't I think of this? You know what I mean? Because this is super cool. But I would tell him the rules change, coach. The rules change. They can't launch anymore. There's, There's too much room now it's like college and they filled that space the innovative minds less than 10 in the league unfortunately because and then if you can get to one of those innovative places and quarterback one of those teams you have a chance to go the distance uh, okay so uh your father so am i i know body confidence sport thank you is is so important to you because it has nothing to do really with football it's it's more right with keeping kids in sports isn't it girls half of girls in america step away from sports after 14 because of how they feel about in their skin and my girls in high school why i'm here why i'm here doug is because i helped out with flag football in california for girls the first time it's ever been played yeah and i witnessed the sense of inclusion that was overwhelming and then also their love of the game as they learn the game and i mean from scratch we lost the first game two nothing and they're like what happened and like oh we forgot to explain safety like the game started from scratch by the end Dad, this is my favorite sport. So empowerment, inclusion, and then how girls feel about themselves. Dove has done something to put together for coaches. And that's why I want to promote it, because if coaches can get a hold of it, you know, they can now have the verbiage, the language to help girls feel confident in their bodies so they can continue to play sports. And, and, and that's what we want. We want the girls out there playing. Flag football is in the Olympics now for girls. It's going to take over dance. It's going to take over volleyball. Like After I watched this fall with girls flag football, every girl in America is going to be playing flag football. Not because it's football, because they love the game. Yeah. And uh, body confidence sports is really about a program to help girls after 14 stay in the sport stay in the game go play it go play it for fun for the good of it and i i'm all for that no i have two girls in high school and it was very resonant with me so when they asked me to do it i said i'm in hashtag keep her confident is the best way to get on board steve is absolutely a pleasure Doug, to catch up with you i love chatting with you we gotta do it more often anytime okay buddy be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's the question that everybody has to ask themselves, and we always ask in, in sports, when do you walk away? When do you walk away? Sean Alexander, former star running back with uh, the Seattle Seahawks. He'll join us upcoming in about uh, eight eight minutes. Um, Andy Reid was asked about the possibility of retirement. He said, quote, my mom and dad told me this when they were working. They said, you'll know when it's time, and I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. That's what they would tell me when I was young. I was an inquisitive kid, so that's the way I look at it. Somewhere you're going to know when it's time. Today is not the day. 
So, th- so he doesn't feel like it's time. He wants to keep going. And that feels like his answer. But is should there be somebody to stop him and go like, hey, man, what are we doing here? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't feel like there is mental slippage there. Obviously, his personal life, especially his son's personal life, there's been a ton of turmoil there, losing one of them and another one's been in trouble with the law. Um, but I don't know. I didn't walk around thinking it's time for Andy Reid. Did you, Dan Byer? Do you think like, uh, it feels like it's time? No, and I, I actually think that Andy Reid has a lot of time if that's what he wants. Because, Doug, and this is not hyperbole. This is not because it's Super Bowl week. If Andy Reid wants to, he could actually become the greatest head coach that we've seen in the modern era of the NFL. You say, well, what about Bill Belichick? Well, if he wins this weekend, that's number three, right? Hey. It's number three. And you would have to think that with Patrick Mahomes, at some point you're going to get back to maybe another one or two and win those. He is six playoff wins behind Bill Belichick for the all-time lead. I don't know if Bill Belichick's going to coach again. And you would have to think that at some point during the next six years that he would get a playoff win. And the reason I say six years is because Andy Reid's going to be 66, Bill Belichick coaching till he's 72, just to take him up to Belichick's level. He's 70 wins behind Don Shula all time. Can he get 10 over the next six years? Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. He probably could. Yeah. So this this talk of retirement to me is not only silly. You When you actually look at what's at stake – for Andy Reid and his place in NFL history, it is not under the realm of possibility that he could reach reach Belichickian numbers. Well, I mean, I, I think it's um, he does look thinner than he used to look, right? And he's never been a, he's always been a guy that struggled with his weight, um, and and never you know, and he's okay making fun of himself, like he has no issue there. But he does look thinner. I mean, I think the thing is it more is health than anything else. Yeah, obviously 65 is not old, especially by coaching standards, but it is very, very much a job. Uh, those guys grind. They work. You know, I don't think that Gruden getting in at four in the morning is something that's necessary, but they do grind. They do work really, really hard. So, but yeah, I, I just, it doesn't feel like there's slippage there in what they're doing. Usually when a guy is getting towards the end, you feel like there's a little slippage or there's something else, a hobby he wants to do. Like, man, he's always wanted to play golf. Like, I don't think there's anything else he wants to do. I think this is what makes him feel like he's alive is coaching young men. I agree. And if you, again, win Sunday, now you're even closer. And you've got these things that are landmarks. And, you know, here's another thing. Yeah. We've seen Matt Nagy go to Chicago and it didn't work out in Chicago. Did take him to the playoffs dwelled too much on double doink wasn't a good move but then Brianna doesn't work out yeah Spagnola's n- probably not going anywhere he's not losing staff members either no. you know like like nobody's raiding uh the Chiefs for everything that they have so I think that helps as well as you've got this circle of people that you could keep around that you're familiar with as well it's a, it's a great point um I do remember I, I, the one counter to it would be this. Yes, it's about when it's time, it's time. Mm-hmm. But there's also, if you win back-to-back Super Bowls, you really should think about it. It is not going to get better than that. It's just not. Like the likelihood, and as much as we're sitting here going like, well, he's got Pat Mahomes. I will the- point out that in the AFC, 
Okay, in a given year, you're still going to have uh, Buffalo's got a dude. Chargers have a dude. Chargers have Bengals a dude. Bengals have a dude. Bengals have a dude. Baltimore's got a dude. Um, I'm not sold on Miami. Um, Texans have a dude. Texan <laughs> Stroud is yep. absolutely a dude. Uh, I don't think Richardson's so far away, you know, and Gardner Minshew, I don't think so there. But uh, there's somebody else we're not even thinking of. I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson gets it back, but we'll see what happens with the Raiders. The point is that, like, we just point out five other elite quarterbacks. Sure. And your team now is a great elite quarterback and then a young defense that flies around. I just wonder what that looks like moving forward. And uh, I guess we're going to find out. Let me quick get an update. Then. Okay, let's get Sean an update to Dan Byer, then Sean Alexander will join us. Yeah, Cowboys apparently interviewed Rex Ryan for their defensive coordinator vacancy. That's according to CBS Sports. While Chip Kelly, the UCLA head coach, going to talk with the Seahawks about being their offensive coordinator. That's according to The Ringer. Mark Murphy, president of the Green Bay Packers, contractually obligated to step down in the summer of 2025. Packers announced today they are now starting to search for a new CEO. Tyrese Maxey, questionable for the Sixers tonight against the Warriors. Tiger Woods confirmed he'll be playing in next week's Genesis Invitational at Riviera, his first event of this tour season and first official event since the Masters last spring. And did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I know Sean Alexander has been here, there, and everywhere. For me, this is deja vu. Like, I feel like a year ago, Doug yeah. was there. Yeah. Sean was there, <laughs> I was here, and we're about to talk Super Bowl. All right, and and if, if you can feel Dan's excitement because he is a lifelong we Seahawks talked about throwbacks yes, last Seahawks fan, yeah. and we, he we loves spoken into existence. And, 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 and throwbacks, and the Seahawks gave us throwback jerseys that were awesome. Sean Alexander joins us, of course, former MVP. He had five straight thousand yard seasons, led the league in touchdowns two different years. One of the great running backs of, of our lifetime. He's kind of spent some time with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. First, how are you? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Good. It's good to catch up with you. I know Dan's excited as well. You know, it's it's interesting that here we are watching uh, Kyle Shanahan. And, like, you know, when your era, his dad, yeah. his, his dad had kind of similar running game. Yep. And they had, what was it, seven straight 1,000-yard backs, but were <laughs> all seven different backs. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it right? crazy? It was, it, it, it was nuts. Orlando Gary? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Can you name all seven? That's yeah. a, there, Ruben a, Drones? What? Ruben, <laughs> Ruben yeah, Drones, yeah, right? He was from Santa Ana Clinton Valley Stroll High Davis. School. Clinton Port- yeah. yeah. You got two more. Um, One's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, you uh, said Terrell Davis. The kid, the yeah. kid that was drafted, uh, that came in my draft, it was uh, Mike uh, Anderson. Mike yeah. Anderson, good Former call. Marine. Marine, yeah. That's right. And there's one more. I don't know who the other one is. I'll, th- I'll look at the other, uh, who, the, who the other one is. Um, when you let's, let's start with the Niners. Their style of running the football. And it's interesting because it is kind of what worked back then. Yeah. Um, when you see their success running it with, uh, with Christian McCaffrey, what do you see running back to running back? Well, Christian is a super talent, and uh, I, I remember when he was a freshman at Stanford, you know, Lance Taylor, who's the head coach at Western Michigan now, he called me up. He was a freshman at Bama when I was a senior, and so now he's head, you know, he's a running back coach at Stanford. He says, hey, I've got a dude, man. I just want you to call him and encourage him, and so I've been, you know, talking with Christian for a long time, and so to watch him play and just get better, explodes through the holes, keeps his, uh, his pad leverage low, he still does the things that, you know, we'd say the old school guy so he actually looks like you know his dad's type of running backs you know <laughs> you know what I mean so uh so that's that's yeah he, he holds it down and it's he's great I've just been really proud of him 
Uh, Tatum Bell. Tatum wow. Bell. Tatum Bell. Was he Oklahoma State? He was Oklahoma yes. State. Okay. De- DeSoto, Texas. Tatum Bell. All right. I think, his, I think his son's a player now, by the way. Tatum Bell. That's how, that's how old we're getting. Sorry, I, I know you guys were in a deep we conversation. Are, we are getting old. I, I couldn't I couldn't get out of the like who is the other running back? <laughs> it was it was Tatum Bell, great one cut runner. Um the, end, the running back position is like super interesting, right? Because these guys obviously factor in tremendously to wins and losses in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. And yet we spent the entire preseason talking about contracts and contract lengths and yep. what's their actual value. You're out of the game now. The game has changed. The contracts have changed some. What do you think about kind of the plight of the running back? I think that it all started, you know, and I felt a little bit of it, you know, having the great Mike Holmgren as our coach, and he's the offensive, you know, mastermind behind that. And so I would say, like, what you're seeing today is what Mike had to go through. He has Joe Montana as a quarterback coach, Steve Young as a quarterback coach, comes over to the Green Bay Packers head coach, Brett Favre, and then he gets over here. And I know Matt's my boy. I love him to death. But, like, there's a big difference from those three guys. And now, all of a sudden, the best offensive threat, it was me. And so he's like, well, Sean, I can't just turn around and give you the ball 30 times. I'm like, if you do it, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the one year we did it, it was like, you know, I had like 28 carries to the game. So why did he not learn to do that? It's because it, you don't feel like you're coaching as much if you just turn around and hand the ball. So now you have a whole decade of generation of coaches that are saying, I've got to do something to help my team win. And often it's not turn around and give the, the athletic running back the ball. And so you have a bunch of coaches that are – I guess they would call it earning their pay. And what what it's done is it's made all the running backs like me be a little bit – we're all like a little bit over 6-1, and we were all about that 2-2. They're all linebackers now. And so all the running backs are a little bit smaller, a little bit thinner, 200, 180. And they're all all those guys are now the guys are growing up playing running back. So now you're like, oh, the running backs don't seem like they can break all the tackles and hit the horn. Now we got to bring two guys to play. You got smaller guys playing playing tailback. <laughs> so. Have you rewatched Super Bowl Forty? Uh, I've I've I, only watched it once. Did you like? Do you watch it as a team? Like after, or is it just no point? We were so broken by that that I was like, man, we can't can't even go there because if we'd have played the Steelers you know a hundred times we felt like they're only going to beat us one or two ways we turn the ball over and they have to break two long runs because they don't they weren't even built to go on long drives and you have the reverse pass at the end and you have uh Willie Parker break the 80 I was like the only thing only way they could beat us was that and so and, I didn't really appreciate so, so you're, you're over, are you over the officiating thing yeah, I had to like block that out of mine because I've always made it a rule. Like yeah. even with bad refs, if you're playing basketball, or football, you got to play through that. And yeah. so, so if we'd have took care of the thing that we were supposed to do, um, run the ball efficiently, don't turn the ball over, we didn't. So, the officiating was not good. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy is um, we kind of started the show talking about how all anybody cares about, and this obviously 20 years later, is who won and who lost. Yeah. Right. And the perfect example is. The, that game, and then even the AFC Championship game. I mean, everybody remembers yeah. Jerome Bettis from Detroit, but Jerome Bettis fumbled yeah. in the AFC Championship game. Could have lost them the game. Divisional, but yeah. Was yeah. Divisional that guy should have yeah. ran. Yeah. Remember, he, he, uh, he let Ben tackle him. Yeah. How do you let quarterback tackle you yep. for the game? I don't yeah. know, but again, that happens. The, everything changes. Yeah. Or as, as, like, we, because we're, I'm a sports nerd, and because Dan's a huge Seahawks fan because you were in the game, yeah. like, we remember the officiating was awful Horrible. in that game. Yeah, they had a bad but now, night. years removed, all they say was, 
because, you know, Ben Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, that's that's really it. That he crazy? didn't even throw the best pass. The best pass was Antoine Randall. Antoine Randall. That was sure the best was. pass of the whole game. Yeah. Anyway, point is, all anybody cares about He is, didn't score on the first touchdown either. No. Remember no. that? He dove. He didn't even get in. He dove. Yeah. They hit the ball. He picked up and he slid. Yeah. <laughs> We're like. That ball obviously has to Right, if that's played now. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. were seven calls that I can know off the top of my head that were yeah. just absurd. Well, you know. The Locklear holding. The yes. D-Jacks. Yeah, because you know what? Hasselbeck trip. The, the D-Jack open and drive. Yep. The uh, holding on, on Locklear, it would have been first and goal on the one. Now, we know that Seattle's not been doing that good after that, but you already know. We were built different. <laughs> you would have ran it. Yeah. <laughs> we would have left the huddle. <laughs> here's, here's kind of, this is a random aside question you probably haven't been asked, so forgive me if it takes your brain a second. Um, Alabama. I, I People forget that Alabama, when you were there, yeah. I visited there in basketball. There was a 20-year stretch where yeah. they, they weren't dominant, right? Now you lose Saban. And I, I'm sure Kalen DeBoer is a hell of a coach. Yeah. But there's only one Saban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you think that program looks like these next five years when you're trying to replace, I think, arguably or inarguably, the greatest coach of this generation? I think the way that we did it. So you remember Gene Stallings was there at 92, and they won it. Yeah, he had that one great. And they had, they had that great team, 93, 94, and 96. 96 was my freshman year. We're 12 and 1. What our only loss was the Gators, and the Gators won it one year. And I think they lost to Florida State 93, and then 96 they won it. So they were still in the hunt, and he leaves after my. I thought, man, he's going to find some other kids to come play with us, and we're going to go win it. You know, while I was there. But we brought in um, a great friend of mine, Mike Dubos, and he just was very similar to Coach Stallings, but he wasn't Coach Stallings, so it didn't really work. I think the best thing Alabama's done with with uh, Coach DeBoer is they've brought in somebody that's smart, has a game plan, but it's totally different than Coach Saban because you got to be able to own your own stuff. And I feel like if they got a shot to go win, it's going to be with a coach like him that's been good, has always won, is bold enough to kind of do it his way and not have to try to do it with, with somebody's one because it was hard. Like, you'd hear some of the speeches um, back with Bama, and it was hard being like, man, Coach Stallings said that a little bit better, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I, so I think they've made a good hire, and I think that Coach DeBoer, what he did with Washington was, was amazing because I know even though a lot of kids transferred, the backups he's looking at are still better than, you know, I'm thinking how many players for UW would have been on Bama's team last year? Maybe three, yeah. you know, so I think he's going to be in good place. Um, tell me about uh, your work with Stand Together and uh, Stand Together, the Stand Together Foundation yep. Cafe Momentum. Now, I know Cafe Momentum, there's a couple of them, Yeah. right? And it's it's at-risk youth, yep. and they go and work at a restaurant. How does it work with Stand, the Stand Together Foundation? So the Stand Together Foundation is about, it's a, a wonderful group of people, about 800 of some of the most successful businessmen, women, and philanthropic leaders in the country and they put their talents they've put some of their finances together to go tackle some of the country's biggest issues and one of them is the juvenile justice system and so uh, they they found cafe momentum which um, uh, which is a award-winning restaurant uh, started by Chad Hauser um, he was working at his own restaurant did a did a juvenile thing when they taught some kids how to make some ice cream and those kids just touched his heart and he realized man 
people are assuming that these 14, 15, 16-year-old kids are throwaways. And that's what the names are some of the kids in the juvenile system. And he said what they really need is some social workers, some, some, college, some psychologists, some mommies and daddies, aunties and uncles around them to encourage them. And recidivism in our country is about 45 to 50%. That means they're going to go back to prison. The kids, the thousands of kids that have been through Catholic Mental, it's 11%. Oh, wow. And so I, as I'm watching this with Chad and Stand Together has helped help come up with a think process and also some of the funding, um, I said, why don't we put one of these in every NFL city? And so what we started four or five years ago now um, was just in Dallas. Now we have Nashville. We have Pittsburgh. Uh, we're about to open up Denver. Um, Atlanta's uh, next. So those are going to be next two. We've, we've got the grounds laid for Houston, Tampa, and Miami. So in L.A. And so uh, it's, it's really exciting because we're changing the juvenile justice system instead of a kid getting in trouble. And the truth is some of those kids did stuff that deserves punishment. But I always say this, like, how many of us really want to have a life sentence for something we did at 16 or 17? I'm like, ah, none of us, right? <laughs> I don't even want people to know, you know? <laughs> so, so we're now giving some kids a chance. And uh, they got work to do. And they, they go through the program. And um, a lot of kids succeed and figure out who they really are. Uh, go to cafemomentum.org slash Super Bowl. That's cafemomentum.org slash Super Bowl. Sean, it's always great to catch yeah, up. Yeah, Let's just, can we set the date? <laughs> Super Bowl Wednesday, 59, a New year Orleans. from now. Right. We'll see you. We have it going on now. Fair, fair, fair enough. And we'll talk mini helmets and throwback jerseys, Seahawks, and hopefully next year in the Hall of Fame as well. That yeah, would, that would man. Be, it, it's time, man. I want to have a good conversation about that because I, I tried to keep that out of my mind. Well, I did. I, I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Like, I didn't know to bring it up, to not bring it up. Yeah. Like, what do you say? I mean, I do think I, I do think that when you have when you have a Terrell Davis get in, it opens the door, right? Because the whole thing is over. That's right. My thing is, like, you can't be in a Hall of Fame if you weren't the best in the sport. Yeah. Okay? Or one I agree of the, with that. Right? You got to be in the to be a Hall of Fame, you got to be the best in the sport. And then... And then how long do you have to sustain that? That's really the argument. Yeah. And you had five years where one year where you were definitely the best player in the sport and then five years where you're in any conversation the best in the sport. I would agree with that, yeah. And it's kind of wild because I always try to keep a humble posture. Y'all have been, we've been doing this sure. for many times. But uh, at, at times they're like, oh, you had those great offensive linemen. And I'm like, I did. But when you're the number one player in high school, <laughs> you know, did you go yeah. to Alabama and you break all those records and you're the best running back ever to play yeah, in the school? It's not, it's not like yeah. it, it's not like you only played well when you had yeah. Walter yes. Jones. Yeah, right. Then like you get Steve to Hutchinson. the yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. When you get Walton Hutch, you're like, oh great. But in my mind, I was like, great. I hope you guys do your job, yeah. and they did. Yeah. And you look at that, and I always think back to like Tom Brady was always good, Randy Moss was always good, but when they got together. They're amazing. That's that's what happened with yeah. us. You know, we, we were good. Everybody was good separate, but when we got Hutch and Walt together and went to another level. That's so cafemomentum.org. We'll continue this next year. Yeah, we Same will. bad time, say bad challenge. Shout you the best. Hey, 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 all right, brothers. It's awesome. Go Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 